This podcast is part of the Loosely Connected Network. Visit www.thelooselyconnected.com for more great podcasts, networks, Twitch streams, YouTube channels, and more. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to the No Time for Time Travel Podcast, where we're a podcast for nerds by nerds. My name is Tony, and joining me this week is Quack uh, from Sweden. Hello. And uh, our special guest this week is Nick from the Gamers Without Borders podcast. Hello, hailing from the UK, so we're very international this week. Yes, yes. So um, we are a podcast for nerds, by nerds, and we usually choose a topic uh, to talk about for the topic of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the topic this week, uh, uh, Kwok, you want to mention it? I was going to ask you about it because I forgot what I had said. (laughs) uh, Nick, do you remember it? Um, well, it was something along the lines of like whether games have got better or worse objectively over time. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's yes. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So uh, that's going to be our topic this week. But uh, before we get started, uh, let's talk to Nick a little bit. So, Nick, you want to just tell the listeners about yourself and your podcast? Yeah. Okay, so um, if any of you guys who don't know me, uh, I'm Nick. I do the Gamers Without Borders podcast, which is a podcast about uh, games and films, kind of bits and pieces, kind of a lot like this. Kind of, we do a lot of general nerd culture stuff. I do it with um, uh, Judge Greg, who also is known for the Hero Talk podcast. He's uh, part of the Enthusiasts, and we're all part of the um, Loosely Connected Network. We are famously terrible for our inconsistent uh, release schedule. That is entirely on me. I'm in like the busiest period of my entire life at the moment, so I don't really have time um, to do my own podcast. A few- Greg himself actually asked, why am I doing this podcast and not doing my own podcast? Because the t- answer is, it's much less effort to guest on a podcast than actually make one yourself, as I'm sure Tony will attest to. But so yeah, we are hoping to get um, some episodes out in the very near future. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at GWBpod, and I, I will plug myself. I'll plug myself properly at the end as well. Yeah, you know what? What's really funny is that Judge Greg said that, but I remember there was a period of time where yep. Real Hero Talk had no like, yeah. episode releases, and then Judge Greg was on like six or seven episodes of other yep. podcasts. I- yeah, and fun fact that me and Greg did a, a, the episode of uh, Hero Talk for Assassin's Creed, and that took about four months to actually come out. <laughs> oh we, were, we, rec- we recorded it, and I, di- I didn't see it. And I was like, Greg, did we actually record this? Did something happen? And he was like, no, 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 I just haven't got around to it. So, Greg, you're just as bad as me, and I have, I have a much better excuse. I graduate college in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> so, with your, your powers combined... Yeah, no one there's no delayed. <laughs> yep, I think it's been like th- uh, months, probably since our last episode. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Given that we started out as a weekly podcast, it, that really gives an impression of how bad we've gone. Yeah, I think uh, you guys are at forty-seven episodes. Yes. And you started yes, you, in yeah. twenty sixteen. <laughs> yes. Yes. <coughs> oh, that's yeah. The amount, yeah, the amount of new podcasts, yourself included, that have, have come up much later and already have more episodes than us is testament to just how bad we are. <laughs> hey, but we love your podcast, so uh... yeah. Oh, I'm good. Thank, thank you. <laughs> I still to be fair, like, every episode. Yeah, uh, we have such a nice community, and you guys are so great. And you part for the fact that we are pretty damn terrible. So, <laughs> so thank you was, for that. It was funny though because like I remember. Hearing you on going one track gamers for yeah. a while, and then and then after we started this podcast, um, 
I think it wasn't too long after after that that you guys released one episode of like yeah. after a long break. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is what his podcast is about. Yeah, this is what we do. I don't yeah. just sit around on Twitter sending gifts to people. I do yeah. kind of have other stuff to do. Yeah, it's 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 just it's just been my schedule really. That's that's the main thing. Like, if I could do an episode every week, I honestly would, but I just I don't have the time. I envy you guys for having the time to do it. But. You saying you were graduating uni you know, soon? Yeah. Oh man, that's exciting. Yeah, I've got, I've got, yeah, I've got like exams in my last exams in like two weeks. So, oh man, yeah, I'm trying to sort my life out, which isn't fun. <laughs> Being an adult is hard. Okay? Don't do it, kids. Just stay a kid forever. You'll be fine. <laughs> so I do. It's I, I don't do yeah. adult things like yeah. those. I won't dwell on it for obvious reasons, but despite the fact I'm supposed to be an adult, I, t- I took an entire day off just to go see Infinity War. So, <laughs> hey, I did yeah. that too. Yeah, worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. And Quark has not uh, seen it yet, so no spoilers. Um, yeah, I thought I won't say anything, but yeah, it, it, it was good. Uh, I will say more at a future date. <laughs> I'll let you know once uh, I watch it that you guys could try yes. to. Well, I mean, do you know about like Quark's opinions about superhero movies? Uh, not really. I've, I've because I've been busy. I haven't been good at catching up with podcasts, so I have missed your last few episodes. Oh, okay. So Quark, in, you in wanna... short, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, given that we are like even just with Marvel, we're like twenty films in. I, I don't blame you. To be fair, yeah, it's getting uh, a little bit saturated in the yeah. superhero world. So I'm like, nah. Like, even yeah. I think. Yesterday, I barely caught up and finally watched uh, Black Panther. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Now I'm caught up, but it's like, eh. Yeah. It's all right. I'm one of the um, like five people left in the world that still watches Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, uh. <laughs> oh, man. I was like a super fan of that show. And then like yeah. I took a break on season two. I came back on season three or four. And yeah. I stopped in season... I think, no, I stopped at the Ghost Rider arc, like, after that was... Oh, done. no, so, yeah, so that's season four. It's quite recent. Yeah. Because I think season five is going on at the moment. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's been around for a while, though. They've just, they just went past 100 episodes. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, but it's just everyone says, like, the first season or, like, half season is really bad. Like, it's mm-hmm. really difficult to get through, but they, they kind of really grew out. And into their own thing, and it's really good. I'm just the shame is not they're not part of the MCU proper anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they're just like awkwardly referencing the movies. Yeah, like there was a part of my brain that was like, even though it's been in none of the publicity, they're going to turn up at some point in one of the Avengers films, surely, and just nothing. Like it's uh, yeah, who knows? I'm still holding out hope for Avengers Four that maybe, just maybe. But, yeah, yeah, I am too, but I'm not yeah. going to hold my breath, though, so... And it's like, yeah, let's get Daredevil in there as well, and all that lot. Yeah, you would think, you would think with, like, how big of a movie Avengers Infinity War is, with all yeah. the things going on, then they would show up, but... They, they yeah, don't. well, it's, 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 it's the problem of it, it's that classic thing of, they, I think this, like, they're just really paranoid that you can't put characters in a film that you can't guarantee that your audience hasn't seen, like... Mm-hmm. If you put okay, if, okay, maybe not specifically Phil Coulson because he was in previous films, but if you put any of the other Agents of Shield characters into the films and no one and you haven't watched Agents of Shield, you'll go, "Who the hell are these guys?" And they can't give those characters an origin in the films because it's already been done. So, like, that's why they won't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, and you prob- know, they have like cameos all the time where like you don't even know who the heck it is. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a contract legal side to it. That like t- I think TV, like Marvel TV and Marvel Studios films are slightly different bits. I think. Oh, they hate each other because Kevin Feige yeah. runs the film division, and um, yeah, was it Ike Perlmutter? He, he yeah, runs the TV ones, and they hate each other. So, well, yeah, because I think when it fir- when like the MCU first started, they were much more together, and that's why the crossover between the TV and the films was much closer. And then they kind of broke away. I think they might have swapped jobs actually like swapped who was head of which and that's why they're not connected anymore because yeah apparently Ike Perlmutter is a bit difficult to work with oh yeah because I think Kevin Kevin Feige used to be under Ike and then yeah. uh, he complained to Disney so they took him out and then gave his own so he answered directly to Disney yeah so mm-hmm. then they don't work together anymore so that's yeah. that caused the whole crossover thing to end mm. but yeah I do know what you mean like I can't think of the last time I watched I went to the cinema for a non-superhero film but they are everywhere now. So, yeah, what was the last based on that conversation? It, it sounds like it's all Disney's fault. Oh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Quack, what was the last movie you saw that was not a superhero movie? Ooh, uh, The Greatest Showman. Oh, oh, okay, that's recent, very recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think mine was oh Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. That was that was that one? I personally really liked it, but I was always going to be really biased going into those fi- going into that film because I like Tomb Raider in general, and I like the kind of the new series of Tomb Raider games, which is obviously what they're basing it on. And like, it, it's 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 a video game film. It's like it was never going to be a massive blockbuster, but right. in, in terms of in terms of video game films, it's one of the better ones. Like, for, it's actually high quality. Would you say that it did a good service to the fans? Yes, as a as a big fan, I think it had the right balance of references that the fans would get, but it didn't mm. shove them in your face. Apart from one right at the end that was in the trailers was unnecessary and clearly designed to be put in the trailers. Like there are enough references there that the fans of the series would go, "Oh, that's what that's there for." But if you didn't, if you hadn't played the games, I think it's still an enjoyable action film. Yeah, actually, is it um, based off of like? any particular series of the game or is it just the Tomb Raider, the series in general? Uh, well, yeah, the the last two uh, Tomb Raider games uh, made by Square Enix, which are Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider, it, it kind of mer- it merges elements from both of those. So it's mm. like the set is the setting of the first game with, with the villain of the second game and kind of elements mixed together. So yeah, it, it is very much drawn from the games and certain scenes in that film are deliberately like shot for shot of the cutscenes in the game. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed it, but I was always going to be quite biased. So. <laughs> cool. Cool. I was going to say, like, I, uh, when I watched it, I didn't even notice because I didn't play the new Tomb Raider games. Yeah. I didn't notice that they were, like, exactly the same. Um, yeah. But then, uh, then I looked up some of the video game footage and one of the scenes was, yeah. like, exactly. Yeah. Scene by yeah. scene, the same, but not. Not playing the game, it was still a really cool, um, yeah, cool section of the movie. So, mm, yeah, and I'm excited because the the third game in the new trilogy just got a release date, so I'm pretty happy. Oh yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on like if the movie had like a mini, I guess, a mini trailer for the game, like in a movie form? Would you oh. like it that it's a spoiler, or or it was more of a spoiler, or is it more like oh that's a cool thing they did? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think it really. I don't think the film spoils the game or vice versa because while it takes a lot of elements, mm. um, it, it it's different enough that it kind of tells its own story. Like it does make me laugh that uh, without saying it explicitly, the major plot point of kind of the major twist at the end is taken directly from Uncharted One, which I think is yeah. kind of hilarious because everyone always compares Uncharted and Tomb Raider. So, <laughs> yeah, which is kind of odd. <laughs> cool. Sorry, I don't really know what to say about no, that. Okay. That's fine. Um, all right, so. Uh, let's move on to the news, which mm-hmm. I don't really have much news, but um, I guess. I don't know. So, did you guys hear about the Allison Map thing? The, the Allison Map? She was. Oh, uh, she the s- small will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, not really. It's- this okay. is a weird story. I don't. I don't know much enough about it to comment on it properly. Okay. I mean, I just say the headline, which was Allison Mack was in a cult, and she was trying yeah. to recruit actresses so that they can um, be part of the cult. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's even weirder than that if you look into it. But that is that here is probably not the discussion, not the place for a discussion about this. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to say the headline. If you guys are interested, you can look it up. Um, yeah. Let's see. And then there was, um, so obviously Infinity Wars released last week. Yep. As of right now recording today, Saturday, um, they have hit over $1 billion. Oh, they crossed, they crossed it. Oh, I yes. hadn't heard that. Oh. Yeah. So they are the, now the, uh, they now beat the record for the fastest a movie, um, took to get to 1 billion. Oh, so, oh. yeah. The, um, the previous record was held by, um, by I think the Force Awakens. Yeah, I th- I th- yeah, I think that's that might be the highest grossing film of all time at the moment. Yeah. So, um, and then the last thing I have for news. Well, actually, do you guys have any news items? Um, uh, just trying to think if I've seen anything major in the gaming world. Everyone's raving about God of War, but that's not really news per se. Oh yeah. Um, I have not played it, but I might. I might buy that when my exams are finished. <laughs> John Leola just uh, streamed it yesterday. Oh wow! I didn't didn't know John was streaming. Yeah, John, why are you streaming and not telling me? Well, it was probably <laughs> it, to be fair, it was probably like the middle of the night for me, but still, uh, it was like six a.m. for you guys. <laughs> oh damn, no, John, I love you, but not I'm not not that much. Yeah, no, he, he streamed it. It looked uh, pretty fun. So. Yeah, I, I, I've I've watched kind of the first like hour of it in in other streams, and it looks really good because like third person action <laughs> games. Are definitely my genre, and like it's such a minor thing, but I love the fact that um, Kratos's axe flies back to you like uh, Mjolnir does for Thor. Like, oh yeah! You know, just, just seeing that made me so happy. I was like, yes, I've got to play this now. Yeah, that's exactly what I said in the stream too. It's like, hey, that looks like Mjolnir. <laughs> yeah, and given that we're probably never going to get a decent Marvel video game, I'll just settle for that. Yeah, that's true. I was like, he's also a god, so this is very much like <laughs> Thor. Yeah, and yeah. I know that I know that this God of War in particular is set around Norse mythology as opposed to Greek mythology. So yeah, so probably have to Thor. fight Thor. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Thor will probably turn up at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um. The last uh, news item I had is actually kind of old by now. It was um. Uh. I think a week or two ago. Um. But last week we didn't talk about it. So it is about the new Sony Venom trailer. Oh yeah. 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 So. What do you guys think about that? Wait, there's there's a newer one. Yeah, no, no it's the it's the uh, one that you saw. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. 
the one where you actually see like his face at the end. I I mean, I thought that one part where they showed the suit and they said we are Venom, that was like the best part of the trailer. Yeah. And then everything else was just like, nope, not gonna do it for me. Yeah, I'm not sure about um Tom Hardy's accent uh, when as Eddie Brock. I don't know what mm-hmm. accent he's going for, but yeah, it looks sounds a bit weird. Yeah, he sounds like a little kid. That really bothered yeah. me. Well, well, he sounds like someone trying to do a Southern American accent that isn't American, like trying to do like a stereotypical Southern accent. It's mm. yeah, yeah, but yeah. And have, have, do we know definitively whether this is part of the MCU or not? That, I don't know. Because I've heard, I've heard conflicting things. Some people say that Tom Holland, aka Spider Man, is in this, but obviously he's not in the trailers. Yeah, it didn't seem like the trailer didn't seem like it's connected at all. No, and I, I thought that Sony was still trying to make like a Spider Verse and right. do loads of films. But I don't know. I think they might just have this. Um, they might just see. They might see how this one do, does first, yeah. and then like if it does well, then they're going to be like. Okay, we're gonna start linking everything together. Yeah, which then, then is gonna be terrible. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it, yeah, it's gonna be hilarious if this is terrible because I know Spider Man's not the main character, but it's basically a Spider Man film, and basically Mar- Marvel proved that you can do a good Spider Man film, and whereas Sony's have been pretty hit and miss, like the Tobey Maguire ones are decent, and the Andrew Garfield ones are terrible, <laughs> and it sucks because Andrew Garfield's such a good actor. Is he though? Really? Yeah, yeah, he is. Like, if you watch his other stuff, he's actually good. What, what else has he been in? What is he known for apart from Spider-Man? Well, right now, I, the first thing that comes to mind is Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, okay. Wait, was it Hacksaw Ridge? Or was it the other one? A Dunkirk? Or maybe Dunkirk? It's one of those two. I don't remember uh, which one. No, he wasn't, he wasn't in Dunkirk. I watched that recently. Oh, okay. Then it was probably Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then he's, he's in a lot of, like, Movies in which you have to act really well, and he does that really well. So <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of weird that the the Amazing Spider-Man series wasn't that great. Yeah, but yeah. Why not say one one word? Symbiote. Oh god, let's not get down. Let's not go down this road again. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I asked you guys too. I was like, yeah, because yeah. yeah, me, Quark, and then we're like just talking about like, is this a uh, is this how you pronounce it? And I was thinking maybe it's a regional thing. Yeah. Maybe because that person's from, like, their accent says uh, symbiote instead of symbiote. Yeah, well, I always think it's symbiote, but that's, that's just me. Yeah, it, it, that's what the cartoons had, too, back when we were growing up. It was symbiote. It's a real yeah. word. A real scientific word. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is a real thing. Like, Yeah. Uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying, like... I don't know much about the the wider Spider-Man universe, but of all the other characters, like Venom is not one I'm interested in. I don't know mm. if it's because I I don't know if it's because I've seen Spider-Man three too many times, but oh. <laughs> too many times. Once. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Which? Well, one is already too many times. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. I, I just that's right. I just spend my life strutting down the street in a black suit, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, I hate that scene so much. No, that was so weird. Uh, yeah, no, just yeah. You know the GIF images of Spider-Man dancing very femininely. Which which Spider-Man? Yeah, no, like just not not related to the movies. There was just a. Uh, it's no, like a I've not seen these. No. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was going to ask which one came first, but uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like all Spider-Man danced because Tom Holland dances too. 
Yeah, although not in the film, at least. Yeah, yeah, not in the film. But yeah, he is an accomplished dancer. Um, and then when did Andrew, Andrew Garfield dance? Actually, never mind. Andrew Garfield was just awkward all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I don't have any other news items, so. Yeah, I don't think I think there's don't think there's been anything too major in the news. Um, I can have a quick look, but uh, oh, re- oh, new Red Dead Redemption Two trailer. Oh yeah, that's that pretty. Yeah, obviously that actually put a, that gave it a release date, which because it's obviously it's been pushed back a lot, and I think it's now due out in October. Oh really? Yeah, because it was due out basically now, but then they pushed it. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone expected it to. Have come oh, out no. that first release date. <laughs> yeah, no, it was because it, it was supposed to be the end of last year. Like that was it, when it was first announced. It was end of 2017. Yeah. So yeah, I I'm not. I don't know how I feel about uh, Red Dead because I like I I enjoyed it, but I came I came to the first one very very late. Mm-hmm. Like I I got a I got a PS3 very <laughs> late and just kind of picked it up because it was Rockstar and I enjoyed GTA and I, I really I really enjoyed it, but. I don't have kind of the. I don't love it as much as a lot of people do. Clark, did you play it before? No, I've seen it, but it never just it never appealed to me as much. It looks cool, and I see I hear like people say that it's good and fun, but it wasn't something that that uh, it just appealed to me. I was like, yeah, I don't really need to play it. I don't want to play it. And if mm-hmm. I just find it fascinating, yeah, Lamb is obsessed with that game. Oh, is he? Yeah. Cause he was like, when, when the first announcement came out, he was like, oh yeah, Red Dead 2. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. But I, like, to be fair, it's, it's, it's Rockstar and these days they basically can't do anything wrong. So it'll probably be good. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's probably going to be not pick it up on release date, but get it at some point. All right. Cool. Topic of the episode. Um, I guess we can move on to the topic of the episode. Um, so the topic of the episode is, um, do we think that, what's our opinion about video games in terms of over time, have they gotten better or worse? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess anyone can start. Nick, you um, can start us off? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think it's a weird one because first of all, how do you measure better or worse? Like in yeah. terms of, in terms of graphics, if you compared Pong with God of War running on a PS4 Pro at 4K, then mm. obviously God of War looks a lot better. But I think I think part of the problem with saying a game's got better or worse is that often older games we have more nostalgia for. So yes. I love that I, the, I there's a load of PS1 games that I really love that mm. if I went and played now, I'd say, oh God, look at the graphics. The controls are really rubbish. But because they were part of my childhood, I w- mm. I'm willing to give them a pass. What if, I, I, what if it was more of like gameplay? And not based on graphics or anything, because that's yeah. Just, yeah. I think I think the interesting thing with gameplay is that even across like genres and consoles, things have become more kind of standardized. Mm-hmm. Like if you pick up like any third person game, regardless of like the setting and the genre, the control scheme is pretty much the sh- the same. Whereas yeah. if you go back to kind of older games. You, I often had games that had really weird control schemes because they were kind of still trying to find what worked. Right. So I think I think that's kind of something that we take for granted these days. That actually a lot of games are quite similar in how they're kind of designed. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, I think some of the things I do like about the old games, I, I, personally, I think some of the new games are actually really good. 
Um, like I see a lot of games uh, that are coming out for like the PlayStation Four, Monster Hunter, uh, God of War, that stuff, and it's it looks really fun and it really appealed to me. But I think like uh, in terms of gameplay, I really enjoyed some of the stuff. Like um, there's so some of the new games they have a lot of in-game tutorial now, where you drop in and you go through the yes. tutorial. And mm-hmm. I kind of I think I played uh, was it Inside recently. Okay. And it gave me like a, a sense of what the old games were like, where you just drop into the game and you start, and you're like, okay, there's no buttons. I don't know the objective. I just need to try things out. And it was kind of fun for me just to uh, figure things out. Like, okay, I, I can't do this. What, what does this button do? Or or more or less, you have like, the settings and everything, but it's just it's like, oh, what, what can I do? What's the point of this game? And you just go around yeah. and trying to figure it out. And uh, that, that was part of fun. It, it made it harder. But back then, it was like a lot harder. But now it's just like, all right, if you press A, it will shoot. Make sure you do this. And be careful about this guy. He will hurt you. So make sure find mm. a weak spot. Like, oh god, please just let me yeah. play the game. And you know I'm what? Not- because of that, I think that's why Pokemon Go was such a huge success. Because mm-hmm. like there were no instructions. That just like okay, here's the new game. Everyone just play, and then everyone got that whole sense of like community again of trying to figure things out and tell each other. Yeah. Mm. So. And I think you you do see these days. It's more like quote unquote indie games that do kind of go back to that whole thing of we're not going to tell you what to do. We'll just drop you in a world and say, Sol- solve it for yourself. Like, yeah. I, th- I think while overall kind of mainstream AAA games have become a lot more handholdy, people yeah. have realized there is still a kind of audience for working things out yourself. Like a famous one people always say is that like when the original Legend of Zelda came out, people were like hand drawing the map out on paper because that's what you had to do. Whereas, like, if, if you can, if you compare that to Breath of the Wild, obviously you've got a big map and it will tell you where you've been and fast travel. And so I think there is kind of, it's kind of gone full circle a little bit. Yeah. I think that's, no, I totally agree. It, it went from, uh, everything was hard to everything becomes easy and handholding. <coughs> mm. And then we were just better graphics. And then it slowly a lot more indie games are emerging now. And, it's a, it's a little refreshing because you're kind of going back to that, but with the updated technology. Yeah. So, so I think that's where why I feel like I I, I understand like oh going back to those games it's it's like a nostalgia thing. It's like oh man it's awesome. But if uh but now like, with the newer games or like mostly with the indie games uh it's it's taking advantage of the current technology and it's uh using what worked back then as well in terms of gameplay. Mm. And I felt like, uh, oh yeah, those type of games are the ones that are working out a lot better uh, for me. And yeah. not like those Battlefield 1, 2, 3, 4, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. So an, ex- an interesting example I've always heard is that I, I've never played it, but I'm aware of it, is, Sh- is Shovel Knight, which is designed to kind of be a throwback to like those, I can't remember if it's 8-bit or 16-bit era games. Right, but, right. And it, and it does do that. But a lot of people have pointed out that from a technical perspective, a 16-bit era console could not run that game. There is just like too many consoles and too many sprites. So it is right. kind of like you say, we can use the new graphics and kind of power that we have in modern consoles, but mm-hmm. still make kind of old style games. Yeah. And I think um, like by doing like those old pixel or pixel art games, mm. it's one, it's a nostalgia thing, but two, it's kind of eliminate your 
biased view of like, oh, it has really good graphics, and you focus more on just the gameplay. Yeah, I felt like that's the smart idea, even though like it might not appeal to some audiences with the pixel art.、Mm. I think that's how I felt about Bleed Two. You guys ever play that? Bleed Two?、Mm. No. Yeah, it's like a side scroll. It's a side scrolling action. It's kind of like a, a Contra-ish game, but with like、oh, cool. Mega Man style bosses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then it was like all sixteen bit indie game too, and that one was like like it showed you very very basic things, but it does not handhold you at all for the rest of the game.、Mm. Yeah. And it's like it's like an old old school Mega Man game, I would say. But with like、yeah. crazy dashing and a huge number of sprites and all that stuff and bullet time、mm. too. So, oh yeah, that's what I'm looking at the、um, gameplay stuff right now. And it's pretty fast, <laughs> fast paced. Yeah, I don't think、mm. any actual old school like SNES game would have been that fast. Yeah. Well, one thing I think you do see, and it's a minor thing, but I think it fits in terms of the idea of like not knowing your objective, is a lot、yeah. of even big AAA games. If you really want to, you can turn off all the heads-up display、yeah. and like turn off the minimap and like the hints and stuff.、Mm. And like、yeah. part of me is tempted to do that with like an Assassin's Creed or something, but I think I just get frustrated because I'm so used to games that are quite handheldy. Oh yeah, yeah. I think、uh, at one point in time there was a. Uh, MMO RPG I was playing. That was、uh, what's it called? Oh my god! It was like a Russian game.、Uh, oh, not Russian game. Yeah, Russian. Russian? Like yeah. Russian? It, well, it's made by a Russian company. Sorry. Oh,、uh, so, uh, it was called、uh, Alids Online. But、um, essentially, what happened was normally there's like those mini map that you were mentioning, and, and yeah. That, but then this one, it was completely different, where it doesn't have a mini map at all, and so. Uh, a lot of people. I was reading on the forum because、uh, I was playing beta, and people were like, in the beginning, they were complaining about like, "Oh man, it, this is this where there's no mini map. Where's the map and everything?" Well, you、yeah. have like a, a map of of where where things are, but there's like no mini map of your location, current location, and stuff like that. But、um, yeah, it was like, "Oh man, it's so weird." But they, they did explain that it was one trying to make the viewer be more immersive with the environment, so they have to actually. Remember where they're going. So like, okay, there's that tree and that. That those are the landmarks and this sort of thing. And you kind of remember it that way. And in the beginning, it was really weird because,、uh, like other games, where it's just handheld. He's like, oh my god, it's where where where's like the stupid like、uh, town center. I just want to go there and buy stuff. But then、mm. after a while, you kind of just get used to it again. And you know, and it's kind of like what you're saying with、uh, the Assassin's Creed turning it off. In the beginning, it's it's really weird and frustrating because. You just want to get from point A to point B,、mm. but yeah, I, the I, game might be more fun just to be immersed into the environment. Yeah, I think especially with games that have like just a really nice world to explore, and I think、mm. as much like as much as some people love it and some people hate it, Assassin's Creed is a good, good example of that because while the gameplay is quite repetitive, you can't fault them for the work they put into the the worlds they create. Like,、yeah. like they're hugely detailed and they look amazing. Like. I I was playing Assassin's Creed Origins a few months ago, and yeah, really enjoyed it. The, the amount of detail in that game is incredible.、Mm. Have you guys played Breath of the Wild?、Uh, no, I don't have a Switch or a Wii U. <laughs> oh, okay then. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Okay. No, I've seen people play it. It looks amazing. I heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, this is, this is such an old man thing to say, but as much as I want to play it, I don't know how. Like, because obviously you can put like a hundred hours into that game. And I don't know if I have the time in my life. 
<laughs> no, I, I agree. I actually have the game, and I yeah. I played it, and I I don't like Zelda games, but I love this game. Yeah, and, um, I played it, and you know, after nine hours, I'm like, even though I love this game, I cannot play it anymore because it's too time consuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I have heard people say that, like. The way it is structured, and I think that it comes from the fact that it was primarily designed for the Switch, is that you can play in short bursts. So, like, the majority of the shrines, they, they don't take a huge amount of time to complete. Like, you could probably complete a shrine in 20 minutes or so. So you can play it in short bursts, but you do get the impression it wasn't really designed for that. Yeah. In some ways. Well, yeah, because, you know, the whole thing that we're talking about with um, hand-holding, that game literally, like, has nothing. Yeah, you have to figure out everything on your own, and <coughs> I guess because of developers like paranoia of people getting frustrated and not having time to play their game, that's probably why yeah. they've been like putting those tutorials in. Because then, yeah. for mm-hmm. example, this game, it's like I'm dropping the game because I can't, I don't have the time anymore mm-hmm. to yeah. like, go through a lot of the the stuff that they have. So, mm. I think it's quite surprising of Nintendo of all companies and with one of its most established franchises that it took such a risk that it did just drop drop people in and go, no, it's up to you to find out. And the really amazing thing, especially in the first couple of weeks of its release, was even though I wasn't personally playing it, just looking through like Twitter and seeing that like a hundred hundreds of people could be at the same point in the game, but they'd all got to that in entirely unique and different ways. And I think that's the fundamental strength of that game. <coughs> Yeah, I was like, probably I cannot play another open world game without comparing it to that game. Yeah. That's like the most open, open world game I've ever played. Mm. I want to play it. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not being sponsored by Nintendo. so. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, Nintendo, if you do want to sponsor us, I'll have a Switch, please. Make that too. And yep. Zelda. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I, I agree with... um. Um, most of what you guys said, um, I do, uh, think there's too much hand holding now. It kind of sucks because there's like less sense of discovery with most games now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's, and it's, I mean, at the same time, it brings in, um, a good market for the indie community. So yeah. Yeah. You know, people can still play those type of games, like, or because games are so, like, hand holding. All the newer games nowadays, like, you hear so many people, oh, it's like, oh, I beat this in so many hours, I beat this in so many hours. Yeah. You don't ever hear someone say, I could not beat this game anymore. Yeah. Because, you know? <laughs> like, back then it would be like, like, it'd be hard to, it'd be the bragging rights of, on those playgrounds, if you beat a game. Because yeah. all the games are so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super so. Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I- and I think it, like it's it's a silly thing, but I think it's also the fact that games is now such a much bigger industry. So there are more games around. So that if you uh, get frust- so if you get frustrated with a big AAA game, you might go and you might buy a little indie game and, and take your mind off it and try something else. And I think, whereas I think for a lot of times, like if if you go back to even the nineties, like okay, yes, there were there were, like retrospectively, there's a lot of games made for those consoles, but for a lot of people you'd maybe get like one game at Christmas, a game for your birthday, and you had that one game and that's what you focused on. Whereas these yeah. days, because games are so freely available and kind of some of them can cost very little or even cost nothing. Mm-hmm. That's so very I think, true. Yeah. I also think this, this is like the most old man comment I'm going to make. I think social media and YouTube are kind of the problem as well, especially due to that discovery side of it. 
because like even even though it's entirely up to you kind of what you watch and and what you choose to see like within a day of any big game coming out you'll have like here's what the final boss is video on youtube and like here's a let's play and it's like oh yeah yeah Yeah. and actually i found some uh so i was trying to do that before too to get more views on like youtube but i'm not you know we're not like part of the industry so we don't get like early releases so yeah it's that whole sense of discovery that everyone wants because you know with with loot crate right like yeah do you have loot crate over in the uk uh yeah we do okay so so i do unboxing videos right and i always unbox it like a week after i get it but last time i unboxed it the same day and posted the same day and then i got like three thousand views that same day wow because everyone's just like oh i want to know what's in it yeah. so it's that sense of like wanting to know that's kind of driving the game industry so um, yeah it, it's a weird thing i think that's not going to change anytime soon because i think that's that's how the games industry is going. And one bit of news, and I'm sorry this is out of position, but it just reminded me. Did you hear that um, in Belgium, they ruled that loot boxes in certain games were illegal? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Because it's yeah. gambling. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> and the really funny thing is that if you... The only company that responded at the time was Valve, I think. And if oh. you actually read their response, they're basically kind of... They, they're hiding their words, but they're basically saying, we don't think this is we think that they've got something wrong and we're basically just going to prove why they're wrong as mm. opposed to them agreeing to take anything out. Mm. So they're going to be committing crimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're going to get fined at the very least if they don't do something. Huh. Yeah. I think was it in uh, China or one of the other Asian countries that um, the, the rates have to be publicly published for. Yeah. I think that is China. Yeah. It's like, that's how they kind of mitigate, like not completely get rid of it, but at least, give like yeah. percentages so that people don't go too crazy. It's still like yeah. on the responsibility of the gamer. And then the weird, the weird thing is, cause I think both Britain and the U S ruled that they weren't gambling because it, it's something like, um, no matter what, whenever you open a loot box, you still get something. Whereas mm-hmm. with gambling, it's possible to get with actual gambling. It's possible to win nothing. Whereas right. they basically argued because if you open a loot box, even if you end up getting a duplicate of something you already have, that's still something. Like, you still get value for your money, which I think is a, is a weird way to look at it. Yeah, it, it's like a loophole they're trying to yeah. force into it. Mm. So, yeah. I didn't mean to take us off topic with loot boxes, but that just that came to mind. When you started talking about unboxing, that got me onto loot boxes. Oh, yeah, no, that that's fine. Because, like, uh, when you talked about that, that, that just reminded me of, like, um, going to, like, the Comic-Con conventions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where in the exhibit halls they sell these mystery boxes. Oh god! Yeah, and then the mystery boxes are. I guess the U.S. can make the same argument, right? Like it's yeah. a mystery box where you're still getting something, but you get a yeah. chance of winning like an Xbox. Like, yeah, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, but they do still sell it, and my friends and I have spent a little too much money on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, with with really really bad stuff that came out of it. Like uh, I got a I got I got a twenty four inch figurine of martial law from Tekken three and like I'm like twenty four inch that's massive I know I'm like what the heck am I gonna do with oh this my God. yeah yeah it's it's still sitting actually next to me right now <laughs> <laughs> this is from two years ago wow can you um, try to sell it and see, or do you even want it I don't want it and <laughs> I tried to sell it and no one wants it <laughs> even for like ten bucks <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> 
I always have yeah. the whole thing of like whenever I see like a special edition of a game that comes with like a figurine, I'm like, oh my god, that looks so cool, and then my brain goes. No, because I'm going to hate the fact that I'm going to put that in my house somewhere and someone's going to think I'm a massive nerd because I've got a figurine of, like, an assassin or something. I wish I had that second part of your brain. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, 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 no, it's a bad thing because it's basically just I, I care too much what other people think of me. <laughs> but if it's enough to prevent you from spending extra money, I would want True. that because I always get those collector's editions. Yeah. Admittedly, I did see the collector edition for the new for the new Tomb Raider game, and it's incredibly expensive because it has, like, a figurine, an actual working torch, and some really weird stuff in it. Wait, a working uh, torch? A working yeah. torch? Yeah! It's oh like a hundred... Yeah, it's like $160 or something. It's crazy. Wow. Isn't, isn't a working torch just, like, a piece of lighter or something? <laughs> let, let, right, let, let, me, let me have a look. I, I will pull it up what's in it. Um, you give me a second. I'm, I'm 99% sure it comes with a torch, because... <laughs> That's kind of um, one of Lara Croft's unique items. Yeah. Uh, collector's edition. Do, 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 do. I'm just thinking it was like real fire, and then oh uh, to- no, tor- tor- sorry, torches in flashlight. Oh, okay, okay. That, that was sorry. That was me being British. Um, my fault. Sorry. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah we tor- were thinking. Yeah, like- flashlight is in. Yeah, no, no not okay. well, not like fire. Collector's edition comes with fire. <laughs> yeah. If, 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 if you can't get that yourself. It comes with, uh, it comes with uh, a stick and some rocks so you can make your own fire. Yeah. yeah I was I was thinking it's like, man, if it was like real fire, wouldn't it just like melt the figurines? Uh, I have five minutes. Uh, I'm trying to have a look, but the Square Enix website has an age gate on it. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, this is the really? Steelbook. This is the Steelbook edition. Oh, oh I found that. The <coughs> Ultimate Edition. Yeah, the Ultimate Edition is $200, and it comes with, um, it doesn't say. It's a loot box. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't even, it's a really badly designed website. Well done, Square Enix. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it doesn't say. <laughs> Oh. I've I, I've def I've definitely um I will have a quick look. I've seen it definitely comes with a figurine or something. Um, oh, I I found yeah I found out on a different website. Yeah, um, I it comes with have... the, yeah it comes with a statue. It comes with the uh, the flashlight and it comes with a bottle opener that looks like oh yeah, it looks like the axe. I really wanted yeah. that to be yeah. Of yeah. all the things that I want that bottle opener, I'm kind of hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping that once uh, once the game comes out, that like other companies will do knockoffs of that because I want a I want a Tomb Raider axe bottle opener so much. <laughs> it actually looks like it's a very useful design. Yeah, like, no. Um, yeah, and I almost think the way it's kind of shaped, you could have like a bottle opener on one side and a screwdriver and a flathead screwdriver on the other. Um, oh, that was, well, let's hope the the knockoffs have that. <laughs> yeah, I can confirm it is 180. Uh, British pounds or two hundred dollars? It's uh, let's see, uh, two hundred dollars in the US, yeah. Yeah, and the Croft edition, which is basically <laughs> the game plus the season pass, is eighty-five pounds. Oh my god! Yeah, with the the seven challenges or something like that. Yeah, that is, oh, that's crazy. But I'm still going to buy a version of that game. <laughs> yeah, um. Yeah, we could also like just go into DLC, but that's going to be a long topic. Yeah. But oh, so going back to the main topic is I don't like that what DLC has made games become. Oh, so, 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot remember the last time I legitimately bought DLC separately for a game. Like, sometimes I've had, like, Game of the Year editions that come with DLC, but I've never bought DLC explicitly for, like, a reason. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think I am much more bitter about it because I've bought too many DLCs. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Didn't you, like, when, like, a lot of your fighting games, you just, each DLC is, like, a new character, Tony? Oh my gosh, man. Yeah, like five bucks a new character or something. And then I had this like OCDness of having complete roster. So yeah. I would get every character and my, you know, like $60 game would end up being like 120 something. To be, to, be, to be fair though, like if it's like a fighting game, a new character is kind of, there's quite a lot of value to that. It's just kind of, anno- it's kind of annoying when DLC is just like, here's some extra outfits. Mm. It's well, like, is, is it worth it? Well, yeah, yes and no, because I do agree that having a new character, I would pay if it's a new character that's added on to the game later, like a real one. Like, you know, for Injustice, you actually have to download the character model, you know, the the um, move list and everything, right? But games like back when Street Fighter 4 was still around, mm-hmm. um, the DLC in that was not downloadable content. It was disc-locked content. So uh. you'd be paying for four new characters, like, two, three bucks each, but they're already on the disc. Uh, yeah, and so the te- yeah, technically, if you could find a way to hack the disc in some way, that you wouldn't technically have to pay for it. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that, that's crazy, because if you think about it, they released the game knowing that they finished the game, but they locked yeah. certain parts away to sell the unlock code. Yeah, and it's... Yeah, so that that kind of... I, I hate that yeah. part. I remember, I remember once there was a, this is a random thing. There was a, there was a time, speaking of DLC, where Destiny, uh, teamed up with Red Bull to, to give out DLC on like special bottles of Red Bull. But the, the, they'd done something stupid with the codes and someone was basically able to hack all the codes. So none of them worked. Yeah. Oh, so they don't work? Yeah. Or, or something like so that everyone could have it. Like that basically they broke the system in some way. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, like the whole DLC thing kind of made games a little worse. If you want to just talk about overall scheme, that, that's true. Um, it's a lot of uh, it's more money grabbing. Hmm. Yeah, and less focus on the player itself. Yeah, and <laughs> we don't have to talk about the Battlefront fiasco. Oh god, yeah. yeah let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys uh, have any other comments? Uh. What about Battlefield or just generally? Just in general. Uh, not really. I'm excited for Tomb Raider. <laughs> Come on, September. But, September 14th. Um, yes. I, oh, yeah. I, that makes me so happy because I was so angry how long we had to wait for Rise of the Tomb Raider because it was an Xbox exclusive for a year. Um, I thought the, I, but I thought the release date was an interesting release date. I was like, okay, kids, September 14th, we're going to release it when you're back in school. <laughs> it's like, really? well, again, not to be an old man, but that game is <laughs> is technically like an eighteen. If you're a kid, you shouldn't technically be playing that game. Mm. Uh, like that is true. And <laughs> I, w- I will say that, judging by the trailer, this game seems like it's going to be a bit more dark and grisly than the previous two. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Cool, cool. Uh, do I have any other comments? Um, I'm trying to think of what games I've been playing recently. I've been playing Burnout Paradise. Oh, is that, uh, what system is that one on? Uh, well, it was, it was remastered for PS4. It was originally, oh, okay. uh, PS3 and Xbox 360 game. Uh, then it got remastered. 
That's the that's a racing game, right? Yeah, well, it's well, Burnout traditionally it was a racing game that was kind of also all about crashing. <coughs> but the whole thing about Paradise is that it was the first open world one. Mm. But it's not like it's it's only open world in a very basic sense. You basically drive around a city and then you stop at, at places and then and then you just go into a race and that's kind of it. But I like I like the Burnout series because I enjoy racing games, but I don't like super simulation, really hard racing games like. Burnout's really just kind of an arcade game. It's kind of one of those games that I'll play when listening to a podcast because it doesn't have a plot or anything. Right. You just drive around and, and crash into people. So I, I really enjoyed it. And because it was a remaster, it, it didn't launch at like £60 full price. So if, if you want it, it's it, it's quite cheap as well. So mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, and if if you want, your listeners can decide whether I should get God of War or Assassin's Creed Rogue remastered. Did you already play Assassin's Creed Rogue? No, that's the thing. That's that's the one Assassin's Creed I didn't play because for anyone who doesn't know, Assassin's Creed Rogue came out exactly when Assassin's Creed Unity came out. But at the time, um, Unity was the first game to go on PS4 and Xbox One. So they created Rogue, which was on PS3, to kind of say, this is the last game we'll do for the old generation. And I never played it because just as it came out, I'd switched to a PS4. But they've now remastered it for PS4. And Assassin's Creed Rogue is basically the sequel to Black Flag. So it's another one that's basically all about sailing. And I absolutely mm. love, I loved the sailing side of Assassin's Creed 4. There are people out there that didn't. And to be honest, it's not a great standard Assassin's Creed game, but it's such a great pirate game that I kind of want to play Rogue. I don't know. I heard the mm. 4 was actually really good. Uh, yeah, no, no, I, I really enjoyed it. That was my first, my first Assassin's Creed game. And I played everyone since apart from oh. Rogue. Oh, well, so you yeah. started at 4. Oh. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Because like I said I, I, I got a PS3 very, very late, so okay. I, 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 I miss, I missed a lot of major franchises. And quite often, when I say to people I've played Assassin's Creed, when I say that I've not played the Ezio games, they kind of look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, are well, you kind of like a perfectionist where you had to play every uh, all of the series? Not, not really, because I think. Like, I think a lot of these times the games are, qu- are quite self-contained. Like, if I get into a ser- if I get into a series from the start, then I like to follow that through. But unless it's really obvious that a game has like a clear kind of overarching narrative, right. I'll, I will play the other ones. But yeah, it, kind of. It, it, it depends really because it's especially difficult with games these days because you kind of only really have a five-year window with games, and then the new flashy console comes out and you get abandoned and. Like if mm. you truly want, if you truly want to keep playing a series, you have you like there are there are situations where you have to own like multiple consoles. Like I've never played one, but take like Final Fantasy to play the yeah. entirety of Final Fantasy, you need basically every console from what a SNES to a PS4 ish. Yeah, uh, original yeah. the NES, yeah. the first one. Oh, the NES, yeah, no, yeah, and it's like that's crazy. Like, but yeah, yeah, no, that's I agree, yeah. I'm also quite excited for Spider-Man on PS4. That was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I am hoping that that's going to be good because uh, I have not thought any Spider-Man game was good as Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 2. Uh, yeah. That's what, yeah. I never played it, but I know if you say Spider-Man to basically any gamer, they'll always say Spider-Man on, on the PlayStation 2. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, was, that was like the game. Yeah. It was the first uh, Spider-Man game that was the open world feel with yeah. like the best web slinging the most realistic and fun web slinging that you know was ever mm. done because like i i spent hours in that game not even doing any missions just swinging around 
and exploring yeah. the city and doing as many tricks as I can and going on the highest point of the Empire State Building and jumping off. Like, yeah. It, it, yeah, that was probably the only, like, uh, Spider-Man game I truly enjoyed. So, really hope that they, they get that right in this new yeah. game. Yeah. It certainly looks amazing. I'll give them that, like, yeah. even just from a visual perspective. It looks incredible. Yeah. Yeah, and the fighting is very similar. Not very similar, but it has a, a feel of Arkham Asylum. Yes, I, I, I think that's that's probably going to be kind of what it is. The only thing I'm slightly worried about, and a lot of people said this, is how many QTEs are there going to be? Oh, like, yeah. How, how much control are we really going to have? Like, yeah, I don't want too many of the quick time events. Yeah. But, I mean, but, God yeah. of War could do it with that, right? God yeah. of War has a lot of quick time events. Yeah. Better. Uh, I, I don't know why I'm complaining too much. So does Tomb Raider, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. God of War. Yeah, I probably will. Just because, yeah. just I want to pretend to be Thor. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, you, did you see? Did you see that there's um as an Easter egg? There's an in, there's basically the Infinity Gauntlet in that game. Oh yeah, yeah. It was Wait, like what, Gauntlet really? of the Ages or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's not called the Infinity Gauntlet, but it's and like you fill it up with gemstones and then you can like fire purple lightning from your hand or something. Like it's very obviously a reference. <coughs> yeah, it's like, really fun. It's can pretty we, funny. Will we name like the character in that game, like, where you can actually just name it Thor instead of Kratos? <laughs> I wish, but pr- probably not in that kind of games. Like these days, you're not you're not really allowed to name game characters anymore, yeah. unless it's like an RPG. That's true. Which is a shame. It, it used to always be really fun in Pokemon when you gave your character like a really stupid name, and it, they would come up in all the dialogue. <laughs> so, so you know, like what you just mentioned about the gauntlet in. Uh, yeah. In uh, God of War, so it's it's funny because they would like have the gems and they have like the names of it that are very similar, but it's like different. Like yeah. you know, Time Stone in in Marvel, but in in God of War, it's like the Temporal Stone, oh, or, or something like that. Or like the Power Stone is like the Eye of Power, or like Mind Stone is the Corrupted Mind. Things like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, yeah. You guys okay moving on to the uh, next part? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So- you, 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 you got mail. You, 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 you got mail. You, 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 you got mail. You, you, so, next you- part is our mailbag community question. Um, last week's question was, if you were an extra in a play or show, what would you be? Um, and let's see. Uh, before I read it, um, read the answers. I know, Nick, you, you had an answer. So. Yes, I did. I put I put this in late, um, but yeah, I just as a joke said um, any character in the not kind of well known TV series Boston Legal that finished about ten years ago, but it's my favorite TV show in the world. It's basically like it's a com it's a comedy legal show which you don't really get, and it's just it's, it's so good. It's got William Shatner being insane in it, and just I really enjoy it. Yeah, do you remember that? Qua? Yeah, I, I do remember that show actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, I was actually surprised you remember. <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny. I, I was I was clearing out a lot of DVDs recently because I was like, these days I just watch everything on Netflix. Who who needs DVDs anymore? But then I've got all the all the box sets of Boston Eagle, and I was like, I'm never getting rid of this because Boston Eagle is like never broadcast anywhere. So I'm like, I've got to keep these DVDs. <laughs> That's true. I never saw or heard of it being like. Um, placed back on like streaming services. Yeah, no, like I, I think it's because it was just not like it wasn't like, that that massively popular. I don't think, and kind of 
when it finished was kind of before the kind of Netflix era because I think it finished mm-hmm. in like two thousand and eight. So it was kind of pre- yeah. So it's kind of like pre-streaming kind of thing. Like if, yeah, you, if you think if you think about the fact the iPhone came out in two thousand and seven, so oh yeah. Wait, well, yeah. but you know what though? I thought that they would still bring back old shows, you know, on the stream. Yeah, services. I suppose it just it depends how how popular it is, really. True. Because how how many people who don't already have Netflix are going to go? I'm going to buy Netflix right now if you put Boston Legal on it. The answer is probably me. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's all for you, Nick. Yeah, even though I have the DVDs, I just don't have them with me right now. They are elsewhere, but I could go and get them if I need. Them. <laughs> Uh, Man, I think I'm gonna go back and try to find a way to watch this. Like, try to see if any streaming service has this. Yeah, um, totally forgot about the show. Yeah, I'm trying to think who like produced it, so who might have like control over it. Uh, it says it was uh, created by David E. Kelly. Yeah, um, but it's, yeah, but I mean, like, like <coughs> it's, you, know, you know that like certain networks kind of favor different streaming services. Uh, I wondered if. Oh, I'll check if, Hulu because it looks like it's Fox. Twentieth yeah, century Fox. Good. Yeah, I was going to say, I was pretty sure it was Fox, and I was trying to remember which streaming service Fox were kind of friendly with. Yeah, they own, I think they own 20% of uh, Hulu. Yeah. Damn, that's the, that's the one streaming service I don't use. <laughs> it sucks because I have it, right? And I pay them about 8 bucks a month, and you still get ads. Yeah, I've heard people say this. Like, isn't it that you, there's like three levels. There's like There's like your basic one. There's like a premium one but with ads, and then there's like a premium one without ads. Yeah, so the basic free one, like you don't have to do anything, just go on the website, make an account, and watch. Then you pay seven or eight bucks in US dollars, like a month, for your your kind of like premium, but not like ad free. Yeah. So you still get ads, but you have a wider selection of shows uh, okay. to choose from. Yeah. Then you pay a little higher, and then you get your ads removed. Yeah. So. That's that's crazy, given that Netflix is relatively cheap, and they have like no ads, no anything. Like, yeah. and they well, yeah. actually, Netflix increased their pricing so that it's very yeah. close to Hulu's new pricing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they are kind of competing right now with that no ad, um, no ad um, uh, fee. Mm. So yeah, so. but yeah, you would think though the networks would not have ads for like seven bucks a month because they own all the shows. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm quite sad though that obviously you can so obviously tell that Disney is pulling out of Netflix. Oh yeah, that's yeah they're they're starting to remove stuff. Yeah, like all the Marvel stuff is disappearing. Yeah, I think the, only the most recent ones are still up. Like uh, yeah, I know I Civil, I Civil, Civil War. Civil War is up, and I know yeah. like, and Force Awakens is up, but no, like, Doctor Strange I think is still up. Is it? I think so. Or at but, least two well, weeks ago. Was. I was gonna say that, and that might maybe just be in the US because you do get differences between countries mm, yeah. oh yeah yeah forgot about that yeah Quark, how is your netflix over there uh limited <laughs> <laughs> wait what, I, what do you think what do you think you should have that you know i don't know like i, I don't even know what things are taking out or because i remember uh when i was in canada they were still having uh guardians of the galaxy 2 but i don't know if that's a disney thing pulling out or it's just a limited stuff now, so I just I don't watch Netflix as often as I do anymore. Hmm. I'm basically okay. forced to use, I'm forced to use Netflix because I don't have an aerial point where I am, so I can't watch conventional television. Oh, I, I don't watch television. I just watch YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm in an area that has TV. I don't 
I still don't watch TV. Yeah, I just it, use Netflix. Yeah, and it is weird these days that even people that watch TV that you don't watch a lot of stuff live. Like most people yeah. have like a DVR, so they'll just record stuff. Right. And you know what? That really sucks because some, you know, some of the production companies they still base off Nielsen ratings. Yeah, or like renewal of shows. It's like no, people don't watch it live yeah. anymore. Whereas, whereas now, sometimes when you look at ratings, it'll specifically say so there's there's a term for it that's basically like it's like live plus seven, where they'll look mm-hmm. at well they'll combine the ratings over the following week as well, like to give you a better idea. Oh, like for seven days. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that yet. So cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, let me read the answer. Sorry, <laughs> let me read the answers from our listeners. Good point. That question. <laughs> So, John Layola says, it's too late already, but The Office, hands down, just to be an intern or a delivery boy or something. That would have been my dream. <laughs> um, let's see. The Monster Closet Podcast says, a reoccurring red shirt on Star Trek. Surely that's a contradiction in terms. Surely you can't be a reoccurring red shirt because you'll just die. But that's really funny if you are a reoccurring red shirt. True. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, it's the guy that just died again. It's like, oh my gosh, Kenny. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, let's see Judge Greg he says law and order I would make a great dead guy <laughs> I'm, I, I meant to reply to this given he's a man who basically embraces the word judge in his name I'm surprised he didn't want to be a judge on law and order it's true I know right <laughs> he'd rather, maybe he's a dead judge you don't know could, that could be could be uh, Sword Chomp Podcast says Game of Thrones I want to be brutally murdered on screen yeah I'll take that <laughs> yeah I, yeah, um, yeah. the main characters get brutally murdered. Just if it was like stupidly elaborate the way I died, like I'd sell for that. <laughs> yeah, memorable, I would say. Yeah. Like, like, uh, Viser- like Viserys Targaryen, which I won't spoil in case there's someone out there that still hasn't watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, I'm not caught up. I'm on season four. <laughs> well, okay. The reference I made season one, so you'd have been fine. Okay, you're good. I have, I have not seen any Game of Thrones. Okay, no, okay. I won't say. Uh, let's see. Uh, the super best friend video game sleepover podcast. They said I stayed up until the wee hours trying to beat the devil on Cuphead. So oh. I'll be sleeping roommate number three. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah, that was Adam Redding from Super Best Friends. Um. All right. So those were the, were the answers. Do you guys have a question you would like to a- ask this week? If you could, ha- what what item would you like included in a collector's edition for a game? You can choose the game and the item. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What would you want? Oh, I I would like uh, an Iron Man game that comes with an Iron Man suit. <laughs> oh, that would that be cool. <laughs> So like a the, real yeah. working Iron Man. Yeah. Real, yeah, yeah. Um, like I if, can, um, if it I, came with a real suit, you wouldn't even want to play the game. You just go fly in, like in the suit. That would be yes. Make it's it like a, a VR thing. Yes. I'll try to think of something less stupid. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, that was an awesome answer, though. <laughs> yeah. It would it, be impossible to sell, but... Um, a an Assassin's Creed game that came with a real hidden blade. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> so, in games, so if you so. open the game wrong, would you get knifed by, by yeah. it? Yeah, the test. If you're not a true assassin that doesn't know how to open the game properly, you get killed. 
Oh man, all the legal disclaimers I think would have. <laughs> and if it uh, if it occurs in Boston, <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. If it occurs in Boston, it'll become a case on Boston legal. Oh, true. Yeah, every, every TV show is getting revived these days. Can we bring back Boston legal? Just, I I will bankroll the entire thing if needs be. I don't think <laughs> it needs to be rebooted. It could still just continue because James Spader is still an active actor right now. Yeah, and William Shatner is still just about acting-ish. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Although James Spader is quite busy because James Spader does quite a lot these days. Um, is he? I, I yeah, don't even know. He, he does that TV series, The Blacklist. Is that still going oh, on? Oh, is he on it? Oh, yeah. He's the main I, guy on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it is still going. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he, obviously he was Ultron, but... He was what? He was Ultron, the voice of Ultron. Oh, yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Blacklist is still going on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I've never it's a, it, but I was aware of it because it's got him in it. Yeah, it's already past the number of episodes of Boston Legal. Damn it! <laughs> Five seasons. Uh, I'm not happy. Uh, wait, Quack, did you answer yet? Or? Uh, let me see. Oh, man. Uh, definitely it's going to be a, a Mega Man X game. I want to see... What do I want with it, though? I mean, I, I know. <laughs> they, like going off of what what Nick said, I was like, man, it would be awesome. If we and came with like a suit as well, like for the zero yeah. suit. I'm like, oh man. Oh, well, I guess uh, it will be like a, a zero saber sort of thing. That would be like the closest I can get to like an opener, like a letter opener. <laughs> That's a zero saber. Hmm. And would it be powered by real lasers? Or? Yeah, it has to. <laughs> so a real laser that's used solely for bottle opening. For letter opening, yes. <laughs> for letter opening, okay. It might burn the yes, content inside. Fire through all your letters. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, dude, really quick, and it takes a lot of skills, so or else everything will burn. Fair. Gosh. Hmm. I think... I think for me, it'll be a Mortal Kombat game. I mean, obviously. And <laughs> I think I would want a real harpoon spear from Scorpion. Oh. Yeah. I like how this is not... Yeah. Wait, go Sorry, I like how we all went for weapons that absolutely <laughs> could not be included. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it, you did ask if, if uh, anything, right? So, True. Yeah. Although, actually, oh, let me pull something from my... Uh... Okay, so I bought this thing. <laughs> I have it right in front of me. It is a scorpion bottle opener, and it's uh, it says age eighteen plus, uh-huh. and it is it looks exactly like the spear harpoon thing, mm-hmm. and it says to avoid dangerous. Okay, no, never mind. That's for the bag. <laughs> the bag is not a toy. Uh, yeah. And then <laughs> on the back it says this is not a toy. The product is intended for adults over eighteen of age only. Caution contains sharp point. Get oh. over here. Yeah. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, if they oh. could sell this, I am I think they'd be okay putting it in a collector's edition thing. Yeah. Okay, I've just thought of the best one joke answer that is will only make sense if you follow me and most of the rest of this podcast network on Twitter. It's a limited edition version of Life is Strange that comes with a clone of Max Caulfield that is only going to be sent to Greg to see if that will finally prove that Greg is wrong about Max. <laughs> you should also put that on a pineapple pizza. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Max will turn up at his door with a pineapple pizza and <laughs> instantaneously proving she is not the worst because pineapple does belong on a pizza. Don't at me. <laughs> oh, man. I-, I wonder what Judge Rick will have to say about that. Yep. I'm going to be hiding in a nuclear bunker until um, it's safe to come back out again. <laughs> Don't you have to record with her soon? <laughs> he doesn't know that. <laughs> You publicly told him the day on the, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, that I, I might have to move that day actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was funny reading that exchange between you two, though. Yeah, I I, I thought he might come out with something like that, but I, yeah. <laughs> um. All right, so let's move on to the game time. Um. So game time, we usually play this game called Video Game Twenty Questions. And it's 20 questions. It's like yes or no questions. So one of us thinks of a game. The other two ask questions, take turns, or however you want to do it. Yeah. And um, 19 questions of yes and no. And then the 20th question has to be what the game is. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. So do you want to be one of the guessers or do you want to be the one that thinks of the game, Nick? Uh, well, I do have a game in mind because it is one that's been mentioned but wasn't a major topic of discussion, so I'm not sure if you'll get it. Hmm. Have we heard of the game? Yeah, yeah. And you you, you mentioned it in this in during this recording. Okay, okay. Huh. We can do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me turn on the tally counter. <laughs> all right, cool. So, Kwok, you want to start? Or? All right, I'm trying to remember all the games that we mentioned. <laughs> uh, well, we could ask... I'll, I'll ask this first thing. Was this released after 2010? Yes. Okay. Is this... On the PlayStation console? PlayStation 4, I guess? No. Ooh, okay. Is this game part of a long-running series? No. It's just one game. It's not on PlayStation. It's not part of a series. Uh, should we find out if it's multiplayer? Sure. Is uh, it is. Oh, yes. it is. Yes. Oh, okay. okay, cool. That did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a multiplayer game after 2010 <laughs> yeah. so on the PlayStation console. Wait, was oh, it on the PlayStation? No, no, not, not on the PlayStation. Not on the PlayStation. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I kind of think I know what it is, but okay. just what, what do you think it is? Well, uh, Nick, we're in discussion, so you don't have to say anything. Okay. Um, until we actually ask you a question. Well, I'm thinking out yeah, it's part of, it's burnout, but then now I just thought about it because that's a series. Yeah. So it can't be. Hmm. Yeah, okay, so it's not a, okay, it's not part of the Assassin's Creed, it's not God of War, and I see multiplayer, and it's definitely not Final Fantasy, uh, did we mention? It's after, you say after 2010, right? Yep. Okay, 2010. Uh, I guess I can ask about open world, should I ask that? Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, is this a game, an open world game? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, should we find out what console it's on then? Mm. Yeah, um, I think that's a good idea. Is should this... We... Okay, I-, I was going to ask for PC. Mm. I don't know if we should say PC or Xbox. Did we talk about any PC games? Uh, some, but... Okay, go ahead. Is this on PC? Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking... Shovel Knight. <laughs> oh. but, then, but then, so the only way to know that, I think it's like if it's, uh, what you call it? If it's a pixel art game, right? Yeah. 
Well, yeah. Is this a pixel art game? No. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so it has a release on the PC. Okay. Not on the PlayStation. Um, and it's single player. Or not, well, multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And multiplayer. Oh, yeah. Silver Knight was a multiplayer. So we're at seven questions. Okay. What, what games can you play, do we talk about that's multiplayer? Uh, it's also on PC. Hmm. Holy crap, my memory's bad. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, Legend of Zelda. Uh, should we find out what genre it's on? Oh, what kind of genre it is? Um, sure. I ask if it's RPG. Sure. Is it, yeah. Is this an RPG? Uh, uh, no. Huh. That's mm. not like its main genre. Um, mm. Like it, you could kind of argue it kind of is, but I wouldn't class that as its main genre. So I'll um, say no. Oh my gosh! Okay, the only PC game I remember is the one you said, Clock, which is Allods Online. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. We could we could see if it's, it's that. I guess. No, but that's uh, that's RPG though. Oh, that's true. That's I thought that that's pretty clear as an RPG, right? MMO. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It is. Um, and but it's not open world either, right? So it's okay. Uh, okay, it's not open world RPG. Uh, it's not RPG. Are we getting hung up that it could be like a game that had a PC release but is not known to be a PC release? Possibly. It was, hmm. p- PC was not the platform it was known most for. Um, okay. And I will give you that hint purely because I can tell that you're struggling. <laughs> okay. We always struggle. <laughs> it's really um, common. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, no, okay. I'm going to throw this out there. Is this on an Xbox console? It is. Okay. Oh, uh, man. I did not have an Xbox. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. we should know it because we talked about it at one point. Okay. Okay. Uh,. Is we was Battlefield part of the thing? Battlefield is part of a series, though. Oh, uh, that's true. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's like some one-off Xbox game. Was that your question? Oh no, no. I'm just okay. saying yeah. a statement. Uh, uh, hey, let's let's just narrow down to genre, I guess. Okay. Wait. Or should we find out? It was like a, the main character is a guy or a girl. Does that help us? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, is the main is the main character a girl, a female? No. Okay. Okay. That doesn't really help us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, it's not a Nintendo game. It's for, it's for Xbox. Xbox that we talked about, or we mentioned it. Um, yeah, it, it, I will say it was something mentioned as opposed to discussed in depth. Yeah. Like I was a little bit sneak, I was a little bit sneaky, but it has been mentioned by name at least once during this recording. No. Oh my gosh, we're ten questions. So let's see. Um, um, let's, let's figure out if it's a uh, kind of genre it is. Then I guess. Okay, so he did say that it was an, an like kind of arguable to be RPG. So the other thing that we that has that is like an action, not action. It's an adventure game or a platformer, right? Right. So, so you want to ask if it's one of those? So, platformer? Yes. Okay, it's a platformer. platformer. Okay, Okay, so it's a platformer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, It's not pixel art, you said, right? Yeah, no, it's not. Oh. Oh, is this... 
is this a a an extreme is it considered a very difficult game? Yes. Ah, okay. Is this a 2D game? Yes. Okay, I think I know what it is. I'm thinking Cuphead. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was what I was going for. All right, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Mention, yes. men- mentioned once by Super Best Friends Video Game Sleeper podcast in their answer. So it, it yeah. was mentioned. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, that's, I why, was like, that's why I remember Cuphead. I was like, oh, it has to be Cuphead. But yeah, it's because, yeah, cause, yeah it, it was... It was mainly known as an Xbox game, but it was cross-play with, with Windows 10, so it did <laughs> technically have a release. Yeah, and the reason wow. I said it, the reason I said it kind of had RPG elements is there are like power-ups and kind of things that you have to grind to get. So there's kind of very basic RPG elements, but yeah, it's okay. predominant. It's predominantly a platformer come bullet hell game. So that was yeah. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> cool. I um I have one game that I was like hoping to also try for you guys to guess. Yeah. Um. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, let me pull up the... the uh, okay, you guys can go ahead and start. Okay. And I know that both of you know this game. Okay, okay. One of you more in-depth than the other, so... Okay. <laughs> uh, should we ask if one of us played the game then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you don't have to ask that. I know for sure one of you have. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Is it from this console generation? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, is this a multiplayer game? Um, hmm. The answer is no, but, um, okay. the, the answer is no. Technically, no. No. <laughs> I was like, but, but what? <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I'll explain later. Or once you find out what the game is, you'll understand why. Okay, it's, it's not multiplayer. Technically not multiplayer. Um... <laughs> Okay. What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't even know. Like, oh, no. I was, I was trying to think if you're if you're, if you're trying to class co-op and multiplayer as two different things, but they are the same thing. Yeah. Um. Right. It was more confusing than it should be. Yeah. Is it? Uh, but is it on PS4? Yes. Then it's probably something I've played because that's the only console that I own. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Right. A non-multiplayer PS4 game. Well, to my knowledge, it's not multiplayer. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I'm, I'm only guessing like the Assassin's Creed. Right? Oh, is it part of a, a long-running series? No. Okay, so it's a one-time thing. Wait, is it a series that has just two games in it? Two games? Yeah. Um, like this. Like wait, are you asking what what the definition of a series is? No, I, you said it's not. A, wait, you said it's not a long-running series. It was so there's two games. Yeah. What, what, how are you? How are you defining long running? Well, I'm just gonna say it's not part of a series. Okay. Okay. Damn. Okay. That was not my own. <laughs> that was not my theory. Um, um, okay. Not a series. So, <laughs> off, not multiplayer PS4 game that I've probably played. It's not part of any of Tomb Raider series. So it's not Tomb Raider. It's not Burnout. It's not gonna be. Don't get too hung up on the multiplayer thing. Um, uh, it's a little bit vague. I guess. Is it a sports game of some sort? Um, no. Uh, is it an action game? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> kind of? Oh, God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's part of the genre. It's action not adventure. really... Like, that sort of thing. Yes, action-adventure is part of the genre. Okay. Okay. Uh... We find I was like third or first person. 
Yeah, <coughs> that might help. Okay, is this game third person? Uh, no. Oh. Um... A non-third person action adventure game. Now, there aren't many of those. It might be like top down as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So should we keep going and see what's first to, person? Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to think what games I've played in the last kind of like year or so that haven't been third person action games. No. Um, that aren't in the series. Um, Did you play any indie game? Not, not really. Um. Oh, um, no, that is part of the series. Damn. <laughs> so PS4, that's not PS4, it's 22. Um. Is it helpful if I ask the, the main character is a guy or girl? That might help, yeah. I would, okay. yeah. Is, is the main character a male? I'm gonna say unclear. <laughs> what? So what are my questions? Is <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> okay, do, do you, have you played any ambiguously? Yeah, any games where the, where the protagonist is like an animal, or non-binary gendered, uh, or a robot, or a, mm, uh, oh, hang on a minute, wait, I've not played, no, this is too recent, I've not played it, I thought it might, uh, this just means, I thought it might have been Detroit, because you're oh. technically a robot, but. None of us have played that because it's not out yet, so. Yeah. Um, how, how can you not be male or female? You might be, or he or she might be wearing, like, some sort of cloak, and then Tony doesn't know by sight. Oh, doesn't know, doesn't know by sight. Possibly. Um, uh, I feel like it's this PS4, it's got to be something I've played, but I play pretty mainstream games, so I don't. Okay, uh, so, there are eight uh, questions, by the way. You know, it's. Action adventure. Yeah, and not third person, which is kind of old. Okay. Uh, oh! Oh, I know, because you said technically not multiplayer. Is it set in space? Yes. Is it No Man's Sky? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, okay. I now, understand, I now understand what you meant by technically not pl- multiplayer, because they did try and put it in, but it doesn't really work. Uh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. got it. Ten questions. Yeah, No nice. Man's Sky. It was first person, and you play as a role of an alien humanoid explorer, but you don't really know who you are. Uh, (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, and it's a survival action adventure, and it was designed to be single player, and then they put like this weird multiplayer map thing in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've not played it since the last few round of updates. Yeah, I just know you angrily stopped playing it. (laughs) <laughs> I, did, I did, I did, and I, I, I did something that I would never normally do for a game, but I looked at kind of, because the whole thing with that game is that you work to get towards the centre of the universe, and I got bored, so I looked at what is at the centre of the universe, and my god, it is the biggest cop-out in the world. Oh yeah, I know, I saw and that. It's like, oh my, I just don't, I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> yeah, it's more like this game is a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. You know? <clears throat> so, uh, the, weird, the weird thing is, I think... At the kind of rate they're updating it, in like two years from now, there could be an interesting game there. It's just the base mechanics just aren't fun. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like I don't want to trade it in or get rid of it because I think there is the possibility of something good there. Yeah, they just had a terrible like marketing um, yeah. time. Yeah, because like they were promising all these things, and then so so I don't know if you know about this quote, but. They had talked about this game being multiplayer, 
Mm-hmm. And um, when it was released, like basically it's like what, 18 million planets or something like that. Um, so the likelihood of meeting someone in the same area would not, would not be high. Mm-hmm. But in the first few weeks of release, there is these two guys who found out on the map that they were in the same area. And they were trying to find out how to meet up. Mm-hmm. But there was no way they could meet up. Yeah. So, oh. and then it, it re- that everyone realized that there was a lie that was multiplayer. Yeah, they basically hadn't integrated it in because statistically speaking, it would have almost been impossible for two people to meet to meet together. So they didn't bother. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah but they just marketed it that way. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah. Are they still updating? Yes, they're actually they're due to put in. I think there's a massive update coming on the horizon because it's either. I think it's coming to Xbox because it was a PS4 exclusive originally. And kind of when it comes to Xbox, there's a massive update coming to it as well, I think. Yeah, they've been keeping quiet, but every time they've been updating, everything's been major updates. Yeah. So they've been trying to, like, you know, try to fix what they screwed people over for, yeah. I guess. Um, but, I mean, they really lost some huge fan base from it. Yeah. <laughs> Myself included. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. How many hours did you put in that game? I I I don't know. Um, there might be a way to check on my PS4, but I don't know off the top of my head. Oh, okay. I hope it wasn't too much. I no, I don't think it was a huge amount of time because I think it reached the point where, like, for the first few hours, I was like, oh, I like every new planet was interesting because it was new and it was different. But then you realised that there wasn't any substance to it. Yeah, because you couldn't do much in the no. when, when it was first released. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, good job on getting that game. Yep. Because <laughs> like I, I remember one of your episodes, you were just like really pissed off, like yeah. <laughs> about that game. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is that if you go back even earlier into a podcast, both me and Brad are really, really excited about the game and all its potential, and then it comes out and we're like, well, that's okay. Yeah, the game was kind of advertised like, um, uh, do you know Ready Player One? Like from the yeah. book side of yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, so it, it kind of like was advertised to feel like it was like the Oasis, mm-hmm. but um, it turned out to not even be close. Not even close. Yeah. It turned out to be the movie. Mm. Yeah, I hear, that, <laughs> I hear that movie's not great. I thought it was not bad. It, it's not bad if you haven't read the book. Wait, have you read the book? I have. I. It's, it's weird because obviously when the book was written, most of the references in it are like 80s based. So a lot of it flew over my head. Whereas I know yeah. for the film, they tweaked it. Whereas, like, even though it's still 80s references, it's more mainstream 80s references like Back to the Future and Jaws. So I wonder yeah. if I'd maybe like the film more because more of the references would make sense to me. I don't know. I don't know. There was a one section or well, multiple sections in the film that I think both me and Quack thought were stupid. But uh, um, overall, I think it was interesting because Quack, didn't you say your friend said something? What was your friend's opinion about it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I asked him, like, if he, what he think of the movie. He said, like, uh, he had no idea what was going on, but he enjoyed it. <laughs> so, one of those, like, uh, popcorn movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he just, just watched it to be entertained, I guess, for a pop culture reference. Yeah. So, yeah, Nick, maybe you would enjoy it. Don't know. Yeah, possibly. I think it's one of those films that if it comes out on DVD or, or when it turns up on Netflix or something, I might give it a watch. Yeah. I just, uh, my mind got blown right now when you said DVD. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard of someone saying that in a while. <laughs> Sorry. Blue, well, at the very least, Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Well, 
I mean, I still use DVDs too. So. Yeah. I've only sw- I, I, I've switched to Blu-ray because I always kind of forget the fact that the PS4 is a Blu-ray player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I forget that too. And it's actually it's like yeah, and it's like really user-friendly. Like the way like all the functions are kind of tied into the PS4 controller is really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could move on to the final lap. So yeah. thank you again, Nick, for uh, coming on to our episode. No and, problem. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about, um, you know, you get some plugs about yours? Yeah. So, yeah, I spoke about a little bit at the beginning, but I'll reiterate that now. Yeah, our podcast is Gamers Without Borders. Uh, you can email us at gwbpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at gwbpod. Uh, I promise we will have an episode out in the near future. Um, I'm provisionally hoping to get something out at the end of May, but it might be pushed back a little bit. But we'll probably do what we did last time. We'll do a kind of a bumper extra, extra long episode to kind of make up for it. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I chat about games and I should really write some articles, but again, I'm too busy. You can follow me on Twitter at another GMG blog. Uh, that's basically all I've got to plug. Um, just listen to, um, everyone in the, in the Lucy Connected Network. They're all amazing podcasts. Can recommend them all. So yeah, do that. We'll have plenty of stuff to listen to. Cool. All right. Cool. Thank you. Uh, Clock, do you have any uh, questions? Not questions, sorry. No, Things no, to promote? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I just got a text from, from work because I'm on call this weekend. But um, they, they had a question. That's why I said the word question. Oh, so. I think... No, <laughs> no, but no, I think I'm good this week. Cool. What about your friend? Oh, uh, right. Sorry, I'm not good this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, so my friend uh, Vince has recently started a live streaming he does uh, random things and mostly it's a booty uh, vlog. So his uh, handle name is Hype Man Vince. You can find him on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I don't think he's on Twitch, but pretty much all the other ones, Facebook as well. So check him out on that. Hype Man Vince. H-Y-P-E-M-A-N and Vince. B-I-N-C-E. That's it. Cool. Yeah, he does really funny streams too. So sometimes he does challenges to the people that he's around. Yep. Um, so like I was telling the listeners last week that he did this challenge where he went up to random people at the mall and he would say like, I'll pay you a dollar if you go dance behind the other person, um, for a few seconds without them knowing. <laughs> so it's like those kind of challenges. So it's, it's pretty funny. So, so yeah, cool. Yep. All right. If that's all, then thank you to everyone who contributed questions this week. Um, not questions, but I mean, answers. <laughs> I keep saying questions. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So no time for time travel. Signing off. Hurdy girl, warp speed. See ya. Bye. Bye. Come with me if you want to live. I love, 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 I